Wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Up you wake, up you wake, up you wake, up you wake! Welcome, my name is Joshua Carr, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to the Just Carr Podcast. This is a place for honesty, openness, information, and real life. I'm sharing my thoughts with you, raw and unfiltered, in the hopes that you walk away with a lesson or at least a laugh. We'll be talking about mindset, culture, current events, friendship, finance, and more. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Got it? We ain't here, baby. Wait, how can you share? Wait, you can share pictures on here? What? You can share pictures on Zoom? Yeah, well, I think you can, like, send stuff. Or, like, um, or you can, I know you can share your screen. I don't know about sharing um, pictures. Okay, stop talking. Stop it. (laughs) No, it's okay. No, it's not you. I was really talking to me. Um, Welcome to the dun-da-da-da. I really just, I always do dun da by myself. I just need to download this. I, every time I do the episode, I'm like, I know I need to download the sample, but I never do. Just Car Podcast, welcome. Um, the cool thing about today is I also recorded an episode yesterday. So even though this episode won't drop when um, the episode with my bros drops, this is, these are all recorded in the same weekend because I felt really bad about not producing any podcast content. Um, so yesterday was my bros and today is like, um, another, another little, another little family group that I was, I was a part of. This is four of, um, the, or three of, I guess I make four, three of the many, (laughs) like different and variant groups of YMCA summer camp staff. Um, but these are some of the best. Uh, actually, I didn't get to work with Rod that much, and we'll talk about all that stuff because I maybe maybe this will be the episode, the podcast where I actually cry. This might be the one. I've been I've been pretty close on other podcasts where we talk, but this might be the one where <laughs> Yogi's um, Yogi's going off. Oh man, there's so much just to talk about. Um, but um, I have with me, and they'll introduce themselves. But I have Hot Rod with me. I have Yogi, and I have Hoops. And if you have been keeping up with any of my honesty hour content that I've been doing on Facebook Live and Instagram Live this week, I talk a lot about um, hoops and the why. Me and hoops go like, we go back, way back, like seats in the Cadillac. Um, so um, before I get in too much into it, because I will really just go off and I got to slow down. So um, Rod, why don't you say what's up to the people? What's going on, everybody? My name is Rodney. Um, during camp, my camp counselor name was Hot Rod. I wanted it to be Scooby Doo, but uh, I'm gonna I'm get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Just the way behind it. But yep. Uh, what up, Yogi? What's good in the street? Hello, hello, hello. I'm Yogi the Bear, not any type of yoga related thing <laughs> um, that people think <laughs> that I'm a part of. Just Yogi the Bear because I like to eat and. Rawr. That's me. <laughs> <Stop>. um, <laughs> hoops. What's up? What's up? Um, I'm Hoops. Um, I used to play basketball. I haven't played in a really long time, so like I really don't live up to my name as much anymore, but I still claim it very much. Um Yay. Guys, you don't understand. Um also 
if you, uh, again, I've been doing all this honesty hour stuff this week. And if you've been keeping up with that stuff, I don't do very well at keeping up with like people and like um, checking in. So recently Rod hit me, he was like, hey, bro, we got to figure it out. Like we got to, we got to do better. We got to keep up. We got to like touch base. So um, Rod and I have been talking more and just talking about some other like unrelated stuff. And I was like, bro, how cool would it be if we could like get some of the old gang together just for like a, just for like a podcast and talk about um, camp. And I think especially now with everything that's happening, like in the world and um, quarantine and like, and, and, and like black lives and, and the president's an idiot and, and everything just kind of seems to be on fire. Um, I have been uh, just kind of going back and looking at stuff. I found some old pictures the other day and it took me all the way back. Um, some pictures that actually Hoops sent me. Um, see, already want to cry. So uh, it was me and the, I was the tyrannic, I was the, um, the dinosaur. <laughs> the, the, uh, what's the stegosaurus? Um, Man, oh yes, the pterodactyl. Thank you. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. See, everybody keeps me in check. Um, so I'm really, I'm just gonna let it free flow, but I'm just gonna give the listeners a little bit of background, just real quick. Um, again, um, and once everybody talks, I'll let them kind of say when they came in and like what their experience was. But in general, we all worked at um, Camp Horizons, which was at the West Cabarrus YMCA. Um, and in different years, we were off-site and on-site. And I just feel like we could do different episodes of being off-site and then episodes about being on-site and like, um, shit, so much. So, but in general, this, there was a group of us for a couple of years that consistently worked together and like really like built the program. And um, in my opinion, I mean, out of my almost like 10 years at that specific like location, um, those couple of years with like Yogi and, and Hoops and um, even Hot Rod, who was like, you know, a little bit older at that point too, because he was like a camp kid first um, and like Bonsai. And I mean, like the years when like Daybreaker was, Daybreakers were locked in, Rising Stars were locked in, like Pathfinders, Trailblazers locked in. We really had a, it was a different kind of cohesion. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think some of, I think, you know, the the four of us on the call are you know the best of the best at least at different times you know we all like definitely shined and our groups were um, were really really powerful um man i could just talk about camp all day um but as we proceed you'll probably hear us um hear us call each other camp names and camp names were like one of the biggest one of the biggest things especially when brian burns came when, when brian burns came um like prior to that, it was, it was more casual, you know? Uh, but when Brian came, he was like, no, this is like, this is the, this is the biggest thing. There was a whole like naming ceremony. Um, so before, I, I really could, man, let's talk, let's start like maybe the beginning. Let's talk pre-summer. Let's talk, let's talk training. Let's talk about what, what training, like best training memories, um, things that really stood out um and then i guess we'll just like roll into like summertime um and in no in no specific like chronological order you can pull from because we all have so many years under our belt it'll be hard it's gonna be tough to talk about um any like any one period of time but um uh but i would like to kind of stick maybe to the 
Bernsey years and we'll like allude to other stuff I'm sure and we'll talk about some other stuff but the golden years um were the were the years that Brian Burns came and brought Yogi and brought Wink and like and and brought like Dizzy and Izzy and and oh man all the all of the goats so um summer camp training thoughts wow training um training was a lot of fun <laughs> um it was a it was a time for us to really meet everybody before all of the the, the campers came in um we definitely got to to bond and and to get to know each other and and to really open up with each other i mean it was still it was still kind of new so it was kind of like oh, i don't really know you but um <laughs> still trying to get to trying to get to know you mm-hmm. a little bit and then once we once we had our groups and and we we knew who we were going to be close with then that was definitely a time to yeah. link up with mm-hmm. with everybody and to kind of learn and, and grow with with each other so i loved camp training and you know the our camp songs learning those and the right way to sing tarzan wow and the right way to wow. sing <laughs> On on my podcast, nice, great, coming at just taking shots. I, I just said I just said the right way. I didn't I didn't point any fingers. Mm-hmm. I didn't point any fingers at all. Um, um, guys, no, before don't let we're not gonna let Yogi just let me explain something. All right, Yogi and Bernsey and and their gang came into camp, and granted, golden years. I'm not saying that the time that they came in, everything after that was like was elevated certainly 100 <laughs> percent. but we had our we had a way of doing things at at west cabarrus and bernsey just really had to come in and yogi had to really come in and let us know that um princess pat and tarzan and we were singing it the wrong way and that's not the rhythm and that's not how you that's not how you close the song out and i'm like whoa 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 <laughs> the years that we've spent here singing, like this is the only way we knew how to sing Princess Pat. Um, and I know it doesn't sound, I know for the listeners, they're like, what's Princess Pat? Like it doesn't sound like a, like a big deal, but trust me, it was a big deal to be in a room with like 30 counselors, right? And so then Bernsey calls all the, all the vets up and they're like, hey, if you know, this, if you know the songs, you gotta sing them because the new, the new kids don't know them. And obviously they're not, they weren't kids, but like the new kids don't know the, the songs so I need the the vets to sing these songs and so there's maybe like at that point 10 of us 12 of us singing these songs and loudly and excitedly singing these songs and then suddenly you hear someone across the room singing the song at the the wrong part and the wrong tune and you're like wait wrong <laughs> wrong at so the correct time and the correct okay. time. all right all right the point is <laughs> these guys came in and took it upon themselves to um let us know that we were doing do, doing it the wrong way but anyway um i'm gonna let yogi go ahead and finish uh talking about camp um and i know i ask you guys to mute yourselves but you guys can definitely unmute yourselves now i think that um the the noise won't be a problem because i definitely want to hear you thanks <laughs> we got you <laughs> go ahead yogi you were talking about did you have anything else you want to say about training camp? Because you tried it. <laughs> uh, 
No, I mean, just, just like I said, learning, learning the songs, learning the games, going hard on mm. Ultimate Frisbee and, yeah. and, I mean, bringing that into group outings that we can talk about later. But um, just, you know, just getting all together and that was really the only time that <clears throat> we would see everybody where... That's facts. Um, whereas, like, staff staff meetings, sometimes we didn't see everybody the way we're supposed to see everybody. Um, but training, they were definitely all there, so we could really fellowship and and get to know everybody. And like the 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 camp naming ceremony was was extra important. Extra um, important. So yeah, that's mm. I mean that's all I got. Hi. <laughs> It was my first year, and mm-hmm. I remember one of the the skits you guys did, and I got pulled into it, and I was just kind of like very overwhelmed because I was very in my shell at that point in my life. And I remember being outside with like Scribble and Skids and Dizzy and Tink, and I think like Casper or something like that. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll be a kid. Like I don't have to say anything cool. And like we went inside, and like that's where like. I really learned that like these people were crazy but like in the best way possible of like getting you out of your shell and getting you to like be who you need to be in front of these kids and like I remember skids like I don't remember if it was skids was yelling at someone and they were like why you got sunglasses on and it was just like one of the biggest moments like I can't stand when people wear sunglasses at this point because of that skit like it is just it like is ingrained in me that sunglasses are not a thing <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I'll definitely say with training, I was nervous the whole time <laughs> because, like, I'm, I was just very quiet. Like, you guys knew me when um, I was a camper at the time. And I yeah, think you were a quiet kid. That's the truth. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I was, I was only there for probably, like, I don't know if it was a full summer or half a summer, but mm-hmm. it was a time where we was going, like, from a school. It was like we was rotating from the Y to another school. Right at that period where I was on camper, and so um, I got the interview. I think my my mom or my dad I can't remember. They told me about the job, and so I was like, "All right, cool." cool. I mean, I never had a job before, so I'm gonna try it. So I had Wink and Bernsey interviewing me. <laughs> I, said, I didn't. And the thing is, I didn't. I didn't know Bernsey, but I, I think I'm pretty sure I already knew Wink, and so. Um, the interview went real pretty, um, real good. I got the job, and so just throughout that um, training, throughout that week, it was fun. But at the same time, I was nervous because like they started to really ingrain in us that you're in charge of these kids' lives for like at least eight hours of the day. So that's when my nerves were kicking. I'm like, listen, the only person I had to worry about was myself. And so the fact that I got to worry about a big group of kids, and we always had large groups of kids, like large. So it was, it was definitely nerve-wracking, except especially the CPR training. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what did I sign up for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if, this, if it ever comes down to a point with this, I don't know. I don't know. But it was definitely fun. I was, oh, I was, oof, dang, those were the times, especially the first summer. Cause it was just like I, w- I was seeing so many different personalities mm-hmm. that were definitely the opposite of me. Mm. So 
I'm like it was just so much I had to like take in, especially the fact that I'm gonna be I'm gonna have to work with them. I'm gonna have to actually have a relationship with them and like for us to be able to work together. So for the summer to work for the most part. So it was definitely a, a big experience for me. Man, um and just again for for the listeners, we would you would come, I mean, when Bernsey came, again, golden years, things were really different before him, like, logistically. It was really more like if you knew somebody who worked camp, you could kind of, like, get in that way. Um, and a lot of us more or less knew each other. So, in fact, if I want to be honest, when Bernsey came in, we weren't particularly excited at first. Because um, Bernsey, I mean, we had been, there was a handful of us that had been working camp. Um, and I, and I, again, I was there since I was 14. So I have really, I had really been a part of the camp there. And so then Bernsey comes in after I've had all of these different supervisors and different camp coordinators who said they were going to run camp and do it the right way. And then Bernsey comes in and he's on fire. Bernsey came in hot. Like Bernsey's like, we're going to do interviews different. Um, I already have my lead staff, like we may add more leads to the group, but I already have who I need. I already know how this is going to go. Uh, I remember the first time we met him, we were all kind of like in a room, like prior to all this stuff. And they introduced this guy, Brian Burns. And he was like, hey, I've been doing camp for this long. This is my background. And these are the, these are the things that are going to be different this summer, period. And all of us were like, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, definitely not. Like, can't come in here and just change everything um but again Bernsey knew he like knew what he was he knew what he was doing and so from especially that first summer that he came in from like group interviews like interviews was a, were like a whole different format the fact that you would like yeah like Rod said he was in the room with Wink and Bernsey and um I don't remember who did my first interview my first year but I'm pretty sure Bernsey was involved they were looking at me to be like um, to be like a lead as well. So, um, it, it I just remember that the the shift was like a lot of trust, and so especially that first training where we had to again a lot of new people were in within under a whole new system, and the expectation was we were going to throw our weight behind this guy Brian Burns that we didn't know, um, but any returners had to do that. That was you know you because we literally had new people in the room. So we couldn't be, we couldn't be divided in the middle of training. So anything that Bernsey said, we had to do enthusiastically. Um, and at the time, I remember feeling weird, weird about it, like the first couple of days. But then once I just kind of like, once I really started seeing what he was trying to do, Brian Burns was really, 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 really big on like, on like, cohesion he wanted he wanted people to really understand their responsibility he wanted people to like understand their role in camp he wanted people to play their role um and he wanted us all to do that together and then he was also really big on safety prior to Bernsey we were not particularly a super safe camp we were like a fun camp so we would just do whatever we I mean there was like a there was a time where it was like you know if kids got hurt, it was, I mean, it was okay as long as they were happy when they went home, you know, like we could like more or less, that was like, that was our idea. But, um, 
Birdsy came in and was like, no, that's not. He was like, how many incident reports are you guys writing? Like, like a day, like a week, like I'm like looking at these files and these, all these things are things that could have been avoided. So um, again, that first training was just like the songs and especially the, the naming ceremony. It, usually, it was just kind of a, like a thing. You just kind of get a camp name prior, but Bernsey wrote all the names on the whiteboard and you would get called to the front and you would like, you might be able to like suggest a name for yourself, but everybody else would essentially yell names at you. And, and like, and the group would name you whatever, like really stuck. It, that was just like, it, they would name you unless you already came in with a camp name. And um, yeah, you know, and sometimes, and sometimes even if you thought you really had a camp name and it didn't, and it didn't fit or someone else already had it or like, no, no, you, yeah, it doesn't matter. You, no, <laughs> and he really, like you stripped everybody. Everybody was like on the same level. I think no matter if you were like a leader and the responsibilities were maybe different, but the, the, the emphasis on like really being there for the kids and like Rod is saying, like Bernsey made, yeah, I remember he made that point of like, the kids are with us, you know, we open camp. And so on average, they're there from like nine to maybe three or four. And so they go home and they have dinner. If they do anything else after camp and then what time do they go to bed? they like the whole breakdown. And the reality was that we were seeing the kids for like three or four times more than their parents were during the summer. And, you know, and so we were that direct influence. Um, and training was one of those, was one of those times, either you sink, either you were going to sink or you were going to swim. Like, especially under, especially under Bernsey, like you're going to sing the songs. You're going to play the games hard. You're gonna, you're gonna like be enthusiastic. You're going to call each other camp names. You're also going to be on time. Like, <laughs> all these things that like I don't know again golden years but at first it was we were um the returners were very skeptical because we had just seen so many people come and go we're like I don't know um, and then he just and then he also brought staff with him we were like who do you think you are uh but it turns out that those are some of the some of the best I learned the most from some of those people so um yeah camp training and so again, you're in this room, you do your thing where you're pretty much like part of this group, you get your, you get your actual age group, you learn about the different age group characteristics and their specifics and like, and like you develop programming and um, all this crazy stuff, learn songs, games. Obviously there's like technical, there's like technical and like logistical stuff. So CPR and like child abuse prevention and, um, and like safety and travel and, 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 all this stuff, medical stuff. So, and then, I mean, you get to camp and again, we're talking, we're talking golden years. And I, I call it golden years. I think we had like some of the best staff and then we had some of the highest numbers on those first couple of years that, that Bernsey was there. So um, I know for, again, me, uh, myself and Hoops, we go back, 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 back. Uh, we've been doing this for a minute. And then, we were daybreakers together and daybreakers was the best group in camp um, year after year <laughs> i'm just I'm trying to give the listeners a, um, a a good perspective daybreakers were um seven and eight year olds there so they were like the second youngest group but somehow just the best year after year <laughs> absolutely i can do that absolutely. and i was trying to find my 
I was trying to find my flag and I can't, I can't find it. And I'm just like, I have it somewhere. Like, <laughs> day. Man. What I used to call the, day, the daybreakers, the dirty bus, because I used to hate on you guys so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate on you guys so bad. Yeah. And we could. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we would call the uh, the Pathfinder something, but only between counselors. We just whisper in their ears. And then that, and then that was it. We couldn't even say it out loud. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Ah. Um, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to think of. There's just so many really great memories or like really great things that happened. Um. Somebody help me. Somebody jump in. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out where to start. But I don't know where to. There's just so much. There's so much stuff. Um, well, I remember. Morning assembly. I know that's that's also always like the hardest thing to do because mm. kids are not into yes. it. But I remember it was Morning towards assembly. the end of my years when we did. Um, do you remember oats and beans when I had the kiddie pools full of oatmeal? We did it inside. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and that was so fun because I feel like I I think Skids was still working. I feel like he dived in the pool of oatmeal. And yeah, oatmeal like like, went everywhere, all over the walls. Like it, morning assembly is supposed to be over at like what, nine thirty, and it was like ten thirty, and we're still cleaning oatmeal off the walls. And trailblazers had to go swim at eleven, and I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> done because we got to get in the pool. <laughs> and it was insane. Like I threw that game together the night before, and just happened to go buy a kiddie pool that morning at Walmart and buy like all these drums of oatmeal and everybody was it. like what is that Man. but those morning assembly games those counselor challenges those were the best mm -hmm. those were the absolute best I loved um, it and just uh just again for the listeners for the context opening assembly would be all of the kids from all the groups in one room or depending on where we were at like sometimes we'd be on the field or wherever but it'd be all the kids together at one time in one place and um and and each and different groups would be responsible for um opening either like that week or we would like rotate depending on whatever so um the you had to really keep the kids attention we would do like certain things, sing certain songs or whatever, but you had to keep the kids' attention from like the beginning of opening assembly. So like what, like nine o'clock? Um, I don't remember really how early we started. Like nine o'clock, maybe to like 9.30, 9.45. Like you would have to, and and it's if you never work with kids, maybe it sounds like, oh, it's 30 minutes. Like it's whatever. It's like, you know, no, 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 no. Every age group from like five and from five years old up to like 12, 13 is in the, are in the same room. And, and you try to keep all of their attention and keep them all engaged for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, I really don't know. That's hard, especially when they're looking at you crazy singing that exactly. And my thing was like, I'm not a morning person. So I'm literally just driving to work, still like half asleep. Like, all right, it's almost time for my shift. I'm sitting here in the car. I'm like, Rodney, you can do this. 
just just keep your head up and then i'll go down literally once one kid one kid sees me walking down because it'll be because we had like two hills so they'll be at the um the hill far down right right the field lower then, field um, yep yep and the cars would drive by the wide and um, drop off their own kids and then you turn and go back around but once that one kid saw me i knew <laughs> i knew my enthusiasm had to be like to the roof I it was to, time it was literally like a switch i had to turn on and it was so hard i don't yeah. i still don't know how i did it and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll tell us and like and that's the thing a lot of counselors will come and um watch especially like the higher ups like bernsey wink and and scribble at one point <laughs> so like they'll literally walk like walk and then check it, like to see what the other counselors are doing Yep. So I'm just like, oh Lord, I I gotta I gotta do something. Yeah, you gotta so do something. So I'll just be like playing with the kids, trying to get my, trying to raise some energy and get mm-hmm. my heart pumping at least. But man, the other, no, dang, <laughs> that was just definitely a tough time because it was like a switch I had to turn on. Yeah. So yeah, because they need you right away. The kids need you right away, no matter what. Like. Again, we had a, during our, um, so you would drive, again, like you said, past the Y, you would sign in with, um, usually it was like some young ladies up in the front. Um, Maybe you would sign your kid in and you would go and drive to the lower field, you would drop them off and then they would go and sit with their group under their tent or like, you know, they would congregate however they would move, whatever. I try to be the one of the ones to open the car doors. Yo, you you know what I'm saying? You got to put yourself somewhere (laughs) because... Not everybody is a morning field person. Like, not everybody can get on the field. Like, uh, Platanos, whenever he was working with us, could wake up, roll over, and play a game. Like, once his feet hit the field, he was ready to run. He was ready to, like, Skids was one of those counselors, too. Um, I was one of those counselors. Like, I just, you know, you had to, you had to find that energy because, again, it's a big field. And it's really, it's just pretty much open. So once you get past the point on the hill where the kids can see you and that first kid yells your name, depending on, depending on your age group, especially, you know, it was pandemonium, pandemonium. Let hoops walk down and like hurt and, and, and the kids be ready to go. And the group just, no, no, no. Hoops, boom, and you're attacked. They want you to play instantly. They want to talk to you. They want to, they want to show you what they have for snack. They want to. They want to ask you what's on the schedule for today. Oh my god! I was good at that point. (laughs) I only came in early for Wacky Wednesday. (gasps) Shut. Are we for real right now? Uh, I will really lose it. I'm sorry, listeners. You can't see what's happening. Chill out. Chill out. I just need to see his face. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Yogi. Okay, you guys can't see what's happening. I'm going to have to clip this so people can see. Right now, this has Brian's iPhone, and this might be the one and only Bernsey. And if this is Bernsey hopping on the call, my whole... What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet so I can, like, make an entrance, but it wasn't... I was like trying to figure it out on my phone. I couldn't do it. <laughs> listen, it, listen, it would not have been right 
that we were mentioning you and you weren't here. I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you're here for real. It's it's really, yeah. Hey guys. Yo, going on? listeners, hold on. Once <laughs> listeners, we just had again golden years. <laughs> Brian Burns, Burnsy himself, the the like I don't know. I I know it sounds like we're hyping him up, but Burnsy really changed the West Cabarrus camp for like the better when he came oh. in. So. Bro, wow. you already know what's up. You already know how I feel. So, and then I also <laughs> haven't seen his face in so long, so I'm yeah. I'm I'm losing my sh- I'm losing my shit. Yeah, um, I haven't seen him in years. Brian Burns. I'm just saying, look at this. We got like a little reunion, man. This is great. <laughs> um, but, we can would. We, can we pause for a moment? Why is Yogi driving and on the phone at the same time? I'm, I'm trying to ignore that. <laughs> I'm not very comfortable. I don't, I don't need anybody to call me out on what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not very happening. comfortable with how like like uh, cavalier you are right now with this with this Zoom call. Like that's this is this suspect. is commitment. Well, I, just, well, I want you to be committed to also safety. That's all correct. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I can do both at the same time. Um, <laughs> Bernie, we were just talking about. We had just got through kind of like talking about camp training and how awesome camp training was, how the how awkward the first training was when you came in and kind of just rocked the whole the whole show. Um, but then su- subsequently, how how great camp training became because we set that protocol, like we set the fact that you're there on time, you're committed, you got the energy, you're singing the songs, you're playing the game. We all use camp names like there's no negotiating either you're in either you're in it for camp or you're not like that's <laughs> either you're not or you are and so now we're we just kind of got to opening assembly and we were just explaining how on that super huge field at lower field that as a counselor the minute that that you lock eyes with any child you have to turn it on like right. you you can't be asleep you can't be tired no matter what else is going on that day it you're you're committed you're locked in and <laughs> it is so to your point like training it's so simple but it's not like mm-hmm. like you it, it's a you would think that that makes sense like you go in and this is the job and this is what you're expected to do but it's i'm quite amazed to see how many uh, camps don't take it that seriously i guess or or just kind of it's just another summer job but when you really think about it, you're you're supervising other people's children, their most prized possessions. So like, it's real life, man. Like that's that's a big deal. And and being a father myself, like, I'm not gonna let just anybody hang out with my kids and and me be okay with that. Like just like some random. And you're not even committed to training, and then you're gonna watch my kids for eight hours a day. I don't think Jeez. so, man. Yeah, man. like. It's real. And so, yeah. But then, yeah, you're right. Once I feel like, you know, you, you almost, you said it once really well, like the whole Superman flyby, like, mm-hmm. you know, once you, once you are there, you're not Brian or Josh or Janelle or Rodney, you're, you know, you're Scribble, you're Yogi, you're Burns, you're, you know, and so like mm-hmm. you, you have to, you have to, even if you had a crappy day the day before, or, you know, kids were horrible the day before or, in some people's cases, you may have been partaking the night before. Um, I'm not, not going to say anybody's name. <laughs> you're calling me out right now. Yeah. See, she knows, 
say, I didn't even have to say it. She knows who I'm talking about. But but yeah, so but yeah, you you had to you had to turn it on once once especially when you locked eyes and because that kid they want they want scribble they don't want Josh who's you know, tired <laughs> going through and, a lot and, and, yeah right tired and not not fully there that day but you got to be so man yeah. um and then yeah to to Bernsey's point um and one of the really good things I think again of working at that time was Bernsey was really really inclusive when he saw that you had something to offer he made it his point to make sure that you continue to bring that to the table and like double down. Um, so just um, through conversation at, at one point I was talking to him about this, like su this Superman theory. And I'm like, Superman is cool. Like you see him flying through um, Metropolis. Right. And like all the people are like waving at him from the street. Oh my God, it's Superman. It's great. But if he like, you know, came and like, you know, touch down and like walk with you on the way to you know your job and like had a conversation with you I was like that's like a different kind of experience um and Bernsey really really like took it upon himself to make sure that we emphasize that at training um and then we eventually developed like these all these other concepts and like ideas and it was crazy it's crazy crazy amazing times um but the idea but the whole purpose is like yeah the camp names made us superheroes to these kids and no matter what age group it was, the kids at, at some level needed something from us. Um, and so we had to, every day, just like Burns, you said, you know, um, just like Rod said too earlier, you, you, had to, you had to be that person because that's what, they, that's, that's what they need from you. Like the kids needed Scribble because Scribble I, probably seemed invincible from, from like their perspective, you know, and Hoop yep. seemed invincible and like Yogi seemed invincible. Um, Rod seemed invincible. Um, not, not like not like you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. You, de but I mean, but you definitely. But I'm sure that all of us, and I'm, and you're, and you're in the same position, Hot Rod. We could think of quick two, three, four, five kids that we know that that we know like that we changed their life, and yeah. so that's that's more the point. You know, Superman can't save everybody. Yeah, you know, say uh -huh. my, and if that's the thing, I'm so glad I was able. Because when you guys were doing what you were doing, I literally came in. My first summer was pretty much like you guys last summer. Oh, yeah, I, towards I can't end. remember mm -hmm. how it worked. But I knew Scribble, you elevated. Yogi, I'm pretty sure you elevated as well. And I'm poops. I'm, weren't, you still, weren't you like the leader of a group? If I'm, yeah. yeah. So, like, it was just, it was just honestly crazy because I'm coming in and – Literally, you guys had everything down packed. Like we're gonna do this goes like this, this, this. I'm just a quiet guy, not knowing how everything works. It's my first summer, and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell a story pretty much uh, later with um like my experience with Bernsey. It wasn't bad, but it was definitely an eye opener for me. Like it really. It, <laughs> that's not a that's not gonna be a good story. <laughs> no, it sounds like a great story. story. I definitely nah, want to hear was, that. Nah, it was not. Nah, right, that's I'm, how you're. If that's how you're leading it, it's probably not gonna nah. be good. Man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. Nah, right, I'm, I'm gonna say. It, I'm gonna say. It. Get so, it. It was a. It was an incident that happened, and I witnessed it. So sorry, I dropped my phone. But, <laughs> so, but I, so I witnessed it, and so I had to write the incident report. Mm -hmm. And um, I made a copy. Um, turned put the um, put it in the um, the clipboard, and then put one in the um, 
the um, file cabinet. And that's mm-hmm. how it went. Next, you know, I get a call. And they're saying, I need Hot Rod to come into Versus office. I was like, okay. Not over the walkie, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, no, what's, what's going on? So he came out. And I think I don't remember if I did get called, but I know Versy was talking with me. And then it was basically, I think it was like how I wrote it was bad. And the thing was, he was so strict. I was so scared. I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to get fired? I was like, yo. I was like, oh my gosh. At that, literally from that point on, every single incident report that I wrote, I had somebody check it. All that, like, the rest of my summers, I was like, I'm not getting this call no more. <laughs> Even though you left, like, my next two summers, I just made sure, like, listen, I'm I'm not messing up like that again. Accountability. <laughs> and, and okay, so hot rod to that point though, like it's important that, but that it although it seems like mm-hmm. you know not that important, it really is because that's going to somebody's mm-hmm. parent, you know, and like yep. there's an adult that needs to be able to read and decipher that, exactly. and, and like and like so it was never. And I think that's, it's funny because you're like, you were scared, but I, I've never, that was never my intention to scare people by any means. But like, it, that's the thing, um, it wasn't, it was never your intention to scare somebody. But you did. Uh, scared. Okay, well, all right, I, I take that back. Sometimes there were instances I wanted to scare people. My apologies, I, I, that's right. In that particular instance, no, that was not the case. Uh, because I just wanted, because it is, it's like we, we have to present uh a certain professionalism mm-hmm. when we're doing the things that we do even though it is camp there is still a level of professionalism that we have to have and so like even that goes from that went from me all the way down to you guys as first year counselors nice. like and and if if there were breaks in that link then that looks bad on me and on our camp and and on what we're trying to do yep. for these kids you know man that's taking me back. That whole, that whole, that whole like <laughs> spiel. I was like, yeah, I remember actually. Um, I remember hearing this. Um, again, my experience prior to Burnsy was not a safe, not a safe camp. We were, we were fun. We did a lot of, a lot of crazy things. The kids had a great time. Um, and when I would get in, tr- when I would get in trouble, like you know, if they're like, well, like, bro, that wasn't, that wasn't safe. And again, I wasn't like scribble yet, so they were just like you know, you can't, you can't have the kids race down the hill. And I'm like, yeah, well, nobody got hurt. We like, you know, and, but when Burnsy But you tried around, to sell me on that activity too, by the way. Yeah. Burnsy was not having any of it, any of the nonsense that we were doing prior. I even remember one day, and again, I started as just like a lead for Daybreakers. And then I moved my way up. And before I left, I was working, um, I was running the LIT program. And so I was working very closely with Burnsy and Wink. And so that's kind of when Rod came in. But when, but at, at my beginning, I was still very, I was still very fresh. I thought, I thought I was, I thought I was the man. I thought I was the guy. I was like, I'm, you know, I've been doing this. I've been running this, you know, I've been essentially like running this camp or been like close to these people for so long. I got this. Burnsy came in and I, it was like one of the first mornings opening assembly. Again, we lit, we, the hills were super huge. So I run down the hill. And Burnsy sees me run down the hill and <laughs> he was like, Scribble, <laughs> come here. And so I start to run back up the hill and he's like, no, don't go around and come and talk to me. And I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? Good morning. Like, he was like, why would you do that? 
I'm like, what? He's like, run down the hill. I'm like, Bernsey, no big deal. He was like, bro, you're a lead now. He was like, you're a lead. The counselors are looking at you. The kids are looking at you. He was like, he was like, he's like, you can handle that. He's like, but the kids can't do that. No. And suddenly for me, like, and through, through a lot of those like little small interactions, actually in my first year, we had, we had a lot of those like little small, like <laughs> little corrections. Um, but I realized. You're making me sound like a dictator. No, 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 no. But, but what I'm saying is what I realized is there was a way, there was a way to do it correctly. There was a, there was a correct way that you could be fun and still be safe and follow the rules and have a protocol and like, and so once we all got on code, and I'm admitting, I was violating there for a while, like looking back on some of the things that I did, and I'm happy that you don't know all of my camp history because you might not have hired me. Like looking back on some of the things that I was doing, I'm like, oh my God, this was not safe at all. Like these are people's kids and Bernsey really, really, really drove that, really drove that home. I think prior to Bernsey, we didn't have too many even parents in that position. Daphne wasn't, Carmita wasn't, um, Monica Robinson, when she was stepping in and out, I mean, she was the only, only kind of, but Bernsey was like really, like he had camp age kids, parent. And so when he came in, he was like, no, <laughs> no to this, no to that. Cause it does, it doesn't make sense. It's not safe. Um, but again, those were the golden years because once we all got on cold and little things like writing um, incident reports correctly, even though we're laughing at, at, you know, at Hot Rod, when we brought it up in the meeting, that kind of became protocol. You do, the, you do the incident report and then you have somebody else in your group check it and like read through it, make sure it makes sense. And then you, and so it, we really optimized camp. And, and so maybe you were a little bit of a dick, but you had a good reason for, for doing it that way because everything after that, once we all got on the same page, then we were able to really like as a camp, elevate and do things um no I, again golden years i have i have no problems with anything brian burns came and, and did he handled it <laughs> well like I, again man you know i i never wanted to be like a dictator by any means but uh, but yeah like it's a and it's a different feel when you have your own kids who are literally you're you're driving into work and dropping them off at the camp that you were then supervising and so like it's like yeah, like as much as I love scribble, like no, you can't run up and down the hill, bro. Because if Brody does that and he breaks his leg, I got to report back to my wife, and I'm not doing that. Like I'm not, I can't do that. She's mm -hmm. gonna kill me. Um, oh, by the way, I didn't see who. Like I see four faces. One of them was mine. Um, I didn't realize Hoops was on here. So hey, Hoops. I'm not Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was talking to y'all three, not even realizing there's a fourth on here. So my bad. Hoops um, is here. <laughs> yeah, who is it? Um, but yeah, like it's, and, and I'll be honest with you, you know, I I had to learn those things myself. Like I started off as a, a counselor when um, five and six year olds back in the nine. And so um, uh, like <laughs> back then, I didn't, don't make fun. Back then it was, it was the same way. Like we were, we were kind of out on our own and we did our own thing. And if people knew some of the dumb stuff that I did, they might not want you know wanted to hire me for their camps either so like it's a learning process and um but but yeah i i, I agree with you scribs like it was like i feel like west cabarrus there for those few years especially towards the end they were there was something special for real those meetings were definitely serious 
and uh, that whole incident that happened with, with you and me, like, I was so nervous. I was like, all right, he's about to call me out in the meeting. I'm about to get in. The, that's the thing. Like, every meet, there was one week I really, I, when I promised you, I thought, like, everyone had a great week. Like, everything's on smooth. We're not, there's not anything to talk about that needs to be fixed. Here comes Bernsey Wink. Whole checklist. <laughs> this is, guys, this is, no, we got to fix this. Like, this is how it's supposed to be done. And that was the thing. You always called it out and told us how it was supposed to be done. That's and it. so I'm just like, yo, is, are we ever going to get a good week? And so <laughs> I think, in like, during, like, college, like, I started to realize, like, especially with my major, we always get critiques. Like, when we pin up some stuff that we, like, worked hard for. And so we realized, like, not everything's perfect. There's always something to mm-hmm. be worked. And, like, with the, and, um, and one thing, one of the things I learned as far as, like, the design phases is that it never ends. There's always something that needs mm-hmm. to be fixed. So yeah. now that I'm seeing that, I'm, that's when I started reminiscing. I was like, that's, this is pretty much what Bernsey was doing. Like, there's always something that needs to be fixed. That's facts. Like, mm-hmm. not everything's I'm- perfect. Yeah. And, you know, we did. We had like, again, that those are some of the best summers that I've ever had, whether working them or supervising them or whatever. But like there was still always something that we could like we were never going to be perfect. And that was never going to be a thing. But that didn't mean we should shouldn't try. You know, and that didn't mean that we shouldn't work towards that. And so even though probably a lot of times it was, you know, you guys, the staff felt like it was nitpicky and just like, seriously, this is what he's he's coming down on us for in a meeting it was because if we could just tighten those screws and tighten and tighten our 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 pieces a little bit more like how like what could be that next level you know and and that's and that's just you know that was always my mindset like how can Mm -hmm. we be better and how can we again we're never going to be perfect but how can we be better and i think i think that that was infectious and i and again that that first summer was a little bit was a little bit rough. We were trying to figure out where we stood and, and, and who Bernsey was. And we mentioned Wink a, a couple of times and Wink was like, Bernsey was the, the like, the, the like logistics of camp. He was really more like the actual like structure and Wink handled a lot of the day-to-day stuff. So if there was anything that groups needed specifically, um, like in the moment, Wink was there. He was usually floating around and had a really good, Wink had a really good understanding of how the groups ran like within the group and like within the counselors. Um, and that was really interesting to see him like see Bernsey and Wink develop both of that. Cause I mean, prior to Bernsey, um, I don't think we really had that. Um, in my opinion, um, we didn't really have that, like that balance of that, that camp is like this very personal thing, but also this like professional thing as well. So, um, and I know that, I took that and I ran with it. I mean, especially in my, in like my, my years before moving up to LIT, I was really hard on the daybreakers. I was really hard on the counselors. And I'm like, well, cause Bernsey's, you know, Bernsey's expecting a lot out of us. So I can't do it by myself. So I need, I need y'all, I need y'all to, I need y'all to get it together. And um, I'm very grateful for like my early daybreakers group, like um, Dizzy, Hoops, Skids, um, brain was in and out when he was like floating at the time. Um, I know I'm probably missed Bonsai, of course. Kit Kat. Um, Kit Kat. Oh my God. Gold. Yeah. Come on. Um, I'm trying to think about who else is in like the little oh, picture. Camper when you guys. When yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I, I mean. Like, yeah. You were like an LIT or, so, or, mm-hmm. or like older camper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Wiz. yeah. 
Wiz, like, thank you to you guys for letting me be who I, who, how, like, I had to figure it out with the Daybreakers, definitely, because I know at first I was, like, very, very, like, I was like, guys, we got to get it together, um, which didn't work. It just didn't work. <laughs> it did not work at all. And then, so thank you to, especially Hoops. Hoops is, um, Hoops has been holding me down since Hoops joined the group. We're like, you know, he's been like showing up for me in my personal life as well. But um, when, especially when I was maybe doing too much in the group, Hoops would be the one that like, during lunch, come and sit with me and be like, bro, you... <laughs> <laughs> like earlier you said this and I know you meant this but this is the way maybe all of us received it and I'm like oh <laughs> so it, you know it's funny that you say that is because that that was my wink like wink your hoops was my wink like and I you need that you need the you need your opposite you need your 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 go-to to like Fact. I can't tell you so you know hot rod was talking about like I come with the checklist I can't tell you how many times I, I would call Wink into my office and yell at him for like 15, 20 minutes about all the things that y'all were doing that made me mad. And he would just sit there and take it and he would nod his head and, and be like, okay, what do we need? So what do you need me to do? And that's, and that's it. after I got, I got it all out, <laughs> he, we, we worked on the list. We talked it through and it was all good, man. Like it, you, you, you need that. And mm -hmm. you need people around you who, who you have that level of confidence, trust, and yeah. comfortability yeah. to be able to, for you to do what you need to do, but for them to be able to like reel you in when you, when you need it. And, and hoops was yours and wink was mine. And you know, it's, it's a much needed thing in the, in those kind of situations for sure. Man. <laughs> Yo, like, and again, it's, it really all boils down to like this very, like very, very tough love. And another thing that hoops helped me see, is that everybody had a different had a different thing i used to really get on dizzy all the time because she didn't play and i'm like i'm like diz i need you to play and she's like scribble I, she's like i i hear you but she's like, that's just not that's not my thing like i just you know especially if we were outside if we were outside and we had to sweat not doing it inside games and circle games and like leading the group dizzy was great and so one day yeah hoops just really had to let me know he's like well why don't you well, why don't you just let Dizzy do like the crafts and do like this? Cause we were, we were really trying to get Daybreakers on a schedule. Um, that was the year we were really trying to like, we were really thinking about group cohesion and we, we let the kids help us make the schedule at the end of the week for the next week. So there was like this, this like symbiosis that we were trying to really form in Daybreakers because legit thought I mean I still think that Daybreakers are the best group and are the best group and we're the best group we were we had some we had one of the largest groups too consistently we had one of the largest groups consistently okay we didn't leave no mess nowhere we sang our songs okay we played hard and granted some of our kids were <laughs> a little bit you know a little rowdy but that was probably a reflection of their counselors and but again, when we were making those schedules, I remember when I would hit hoops on the weekend and we would talk, he would like really let me know, like, he's like, well, why don't you let Dizzy do the, all the craft stuff, all the like those game things. And then you use that time to, to work with other stuff or we can like talk with LITs or we can like go and set up this game. Um, and then once we started putting people in, in particular roles, and so we're like, okay, well, who's, lead, who's leading the outside game rather than it just being me or it just being hoops? When we started really like having everybody share the responsibility, Daybreakers just 
there was yeah again not necessarily the best for the for like the camp cohesion but would we maybe run into your room while you're having lunch and sing songs at the top of our lungs yeah yeah we would um will we maybe just interrupt your game maybe will we go to the pool and just stare at you very unapologetically too very unapologetically raggedies <laughs> well, that's weird. like every week i mean but come on we were you know we had it so often we had it i felt like upper camp had it you know we had dodgeball tuesday mm -hmm. we had you know we we had some serious rivalries between the pathfinders and, and trailblazers mm -hmm. and that and that kind of energy too i i think was an aspect of like those of what i think of like the golden years you know um because at first bernsey yeah again bernsey had a course correct um scribble a lot so he was he was like scrib i know you love the daybreakers but you gotta find a way to like not make it just about daybreakers i was like oh okay i got i understood but i wanted our kids to feel like so special but we wanted to make sure that we spread it out you know you know through the camp so and then we start seeing things like Yogi was talking about Dodgeball Tuesdays, which was really just older camp. And so sometimes the daybreakers would just show up and watch because we weren't, you know, allowed to play. We would show up and watch. We would cheer, um, you know, depending on who was on what team. And um, counselors sometimes would like get up and play and like do like counselor versus counselor and those kind of things. There was like we started really getting this competitive, like, and it didn't matter what 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 group you were in or how old you were, like. Rising stars could could very well win pretty much off of cuteness, like depend like and that was like a very cute group. So daybreakers would come through, we might yell and scream and like jump, but the rising stars would come in dressed up as ladybugs and you and and that was and you would just have to give them the win. Like five and six year olds. You couldn't even be right, you couldn't even be mad about it. Right. Open an assembly, they're all sitting and they're cute and they have their little antenna and you're just like Oh, they won. <laughs> they won. Oh, we know. Back, oh, like, I'm ready to go. That was like, my Come group. on, guys, participate. <laughs> the rising stars. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That mm. was that was a challenge. Because mm -hmm. I love kids. But I realized that I can handle a small group. And like my first summer, it was definitely challenging. And then um was, I think it was my second summer. I moved from I was with Rising Stars half the half of the summer, and then I don't know who like seen it, but they switched me to the Pathfinders. Mm -hmm. And once I was with Pathfinders, that was like my group. Like that was a good switch. I was able to hold conversations with them and everything. I was able to like when we played games and stuff. I was actually able to like try more and not with the Rising Stars if they try to chase. I was like, ah. Like, <laughs> I was able to, like, I was able to, like, you, all right, you can't get me. Like, I was able to, like, put yeah. more effort into it. Mm -hmm. And then my third summer, the third summer was, like, it was really challenging almost because I was always the leader when mm. it came to especially the camps. That's when I started seeing, like, how they see me almost. And so that was the only year I got, um, what was it, Cal? That was the only, that was really the only year. Oh man, I forgot. Really, I forgot who it was that said it, but they were just saying, "What was it?" It was basically, you know, how you like build it up. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. this person's been on it. Well, the first thing they said was, "It's been a long time coming for this counselor." 
<laughs> the thing is, everybody in the room knew who it was. I literally, I was like, finally. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it was about time, but um, there was times I thought I, I thought I deserved it, but that, um, that just kind of made me work harder. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to get it before mm-hmm. this summer ends. But it was just, it was like, like, how did they, like, why was I in specialty groups? Because I didn't see myself leading the kids because it was mm-hmm. more so, especially like basketball. I was helping with soccer. Um, I don't know if I did swim. I can't remember. Shout out to specialty camps, by the way. Come on. Man, Camp Rascal. Oh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that, that was a good one, yeah. Oh, that, man. Oh, that, uh, Chill that was, out. That's a challenge. They were great kids. It was a challenge. It was definitely a challenge. Wow. You know, the thing about, like, you know, Scribble was talking about how they would come in and sing and, and the and, uh, you know, the um, half pints and the, um, oh, my gosh, Rising Stars would dress up and do that. And, like, it was to earn the spirit stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you guys were working to be the cows or, or, or yep. the rookies of the week. or mm-hmm. Like, you have to – that's another piece of, like, Honestly, if you really try to dissect all of what camp like yeah. is, you it would you'd be we'd be on this call forever. But like that's another piece of it though. Like mm-hmm. you, there's incentives that again they don't seem like there's like it was a stick that you painted and we you know it wasn't it wasn't anything special necessarily. But like people would go all in to to win it, and people would work their behinds off to be the cow and to be the the rookie of the week because there was there was a level of pride there was a level of um i, I earned it i finally I, like you said i finally I, it finally yeah. happened you know mm-hmm. like and that's that's important you know that's mm-hmm. that's also part like the kids need that from the staff but Definitely. the staff need that from the leadership like yeah. it, it it's you can't expect that to as me as the director couldn't expect you guys to put your all into it if i wasn't incentivizing you just the same as you couldn't expect that from the kids if you're not incentivizing them Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely separates us from like, <clears throat> like the I'll say the other summer camps because mm-hmm. the ones I went to in the past, they it was literally like, this is this we're doing this at this time, this at this time, this oh we got a field trip this day all right here all right snack mm-hmm. all right that's it for the thing. It was literally that's how it went with um the why it was like we were in our own little world pretty much. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> And you know what, too? Also, damn, I told, I said this might be the one. I, I already feel it coming. It might be the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there was like a, I mean, especially, I mean, I, my, I, had, I spent a lot of time there. But especially when I was, I was able to sit in those conversations with Bernsey and Wink and we could talk about who was like counselor of the week or who was like rookie of the week or who would like get the spirit stick. The counselors you know, it was great for us to recognize the counselors and like to be recognized. But I also saw so much, especially when I stepped away from the group. I think when I was in Daybreakers, I couldn't see it as much. But when I was like more like floating around and um, had LITs around, I could see it. If you got counselor of the week or you got rookie of the week, you're like the kids would be so like proud and like so excited and like and and would like rally behind that counselor like it's it's it 
I don't know. I can't that was something very special. That, that was one of their people. That was one of their people. They mm-hmm. they wanted just the same that like it's it was like they wanted just the same as, as yeah. the counselor did. And like and I can't tell you how many times like I, we'd be driving home and Brody be like, Dad, who's gonna get counselor of the week? Who's gonna get counselor of the week? Because I wanted to be and he would be like like debating with me on who should get it and why they should get it and like I'm like Brody, dude. Pop the brakes, man. And that you would be so hyped whenever it would happen. Like, yeah, Brody was something. But, but yeah, it's, it is. It's like those kids wanted just the same as the counselor, you know. Yeah. I came in so much pride that day. <laughs> now, now, listen, as you were saying earlier how we had to switch it, man, I, man, that switch once I woke up. I was ready to put that shirt on. I got my car. I already had my lunch pack. I was like, listen, I got it finally. Because you get a different shirt. You get like a different mm-hmm. – like you. It's it's a whole – I remember especially too when um when we started doing the shirts and Mad Dog was designing them maybe at first and yep. um the different designs and the superhero logos and all this stuff and I was like I was going crazy cuz I was like it was you guys listeners you got to understand that like there was four groups with specialty camp shout out to specialty camp because the last couple years of specialty camp were amazing and each group would have maybe like we'll just say like 20 to 30 kids even though that's we're we're saying that conservative because some some weeks were bananas (laughs) so let's just say that you would have maybe like 100 and like 120 people with staff like 150 people um staff was in the same uniform and then you would just have this one person in like a purple shirt out of like a sea of blue shirts, like this one purple. You you couldn't help but to be recognized for your your accomplishments, your contributions to camp, your contributions to the group. And there was something special about wearing that shirt and like and walking around with it on. I, man. I mean, there are people that wouldn't even they wouldn't even finish the meeting before they had it on like we they just got it and they already had it on <laughs> finishing out the meeting they were like i'm in i'm, I'm in club. like and that's the other thing it, it became like a club i remember yeah. one summer we we talked about like all of us we should all friday should be the cow shirt day like everybody mm-hmm. who has a cow shirt and that's and that became a thing so it was like almost i don't know if that was a good thing now that i'm saying it out loud because yeah. like that it was like, oh, you don't have your I think it was shirt. a great thing. I understand where you're coming from, but right, I think but it you gotta look around and see that this is what I want. I wanna I wanna right. be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, it was it was it was fun. It was fun to be part of that. And and again, something so simple and not even like again, I'm you know, I was the director, so I had I was also budgetary and I had to think of all the the, the costs associated with things, but like that was such a cheap way to 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 build up staff and and years later i mean how many ever years later we are and we're still talking about these purple shirts and and how people would like you know hot rod was just waiting i got you in a second i got you in a second run that rod ready oh, he's going again. <laughs> all mine. i got them all yo who's- i do i do too yeah but it is it's there's and 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 rod was saying something about other cans versus ours and yeah and I and I and I know I said it a million times. You guys probably got tired of hearing it, but like we weren't babysitters. We were camp counselors. We were. This was camp. This was not babysitting. And there is a vast difference between those two things because I've done both. And babysitting is you're just kind of making sure that kid doesn't destroy something or hurt yeah. himself. 
camp, you are creating memories. You are creating better people to, to go out into the world. And that's, I mean, that should be the goal and that should be the, the way you approach it. And yeah. like, and when people didn't, they didn't last. And, 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 last. and it was, and it was, it made it, it was better for, for camp to, for that to be the case too. <laughs> come through, right? <laughs> Yo, come through. And then, I mean, again, um, Shout out to Madison Linker because she changed up the whole game. She the the that design when I started seeing it, and I wasn't around for the for that for those shirts and stuff. But that is like those designs and stuff, so smart, easy, easy too, like easy smart. Um, and to and just to to Burnsy's point, and then we're gonna like we're gonna keep moving through. Like we're kind of like we're kind of getting into the camp day. We're talking about the stuff you might see at camp. We're we're proceeding very nicely, um, but some people wouldn't make it, guys. Like. And not in a, not in a bad way, but under the the expectations that we had set for camp at that time, you know, um, sometimes it would take like you know we moved hot rod around. Um, hoops was originally a floater um, b- before hoops came and joined Daybreakers, and then when hoops came through and was kicking it, I was like, you I was like, y'all need hoops all the time. I was like, I need hoops all the time because again, I'm I was. I'm still pretty crazy now, but young, young Mr. Carr was woof, going off the walls. So I needed hoops who was, who was very, very neutral. And then we, over the years, we kind of met, met, met each other in the middle. Um, yeah. I remember just being like, I need hoops in my group all the time. And so sometimes they, they, you may not know what age group you were best with. Um, I had been with a lot of them, but I knew seven and eight was like my age group. I understood, understood those kids. I knew kind of how to interact. I knew what they expected. So we were working like that. Um, but some people would get moved through groups and just wouldn't be like, you, you, you had to be there. And that, and I think that, and I don't think it's a slight to anybody who, um, who wasn't able to like keep up with it, but it, it was a, it was a high level of expectation to really, you were, Bernsey expected you to play all day. Like, and you don't have to play outside all day, but you were, you were actually involved. You were interacting, playing maybe like, you know, doing arts and crafts or sitting and talking or doing things like as groups and like building like that kind of camaraderie, but it wasn't, all right, kids, you go play and we're, and the counselors are going to sit here on the stairs and we're going to watch or we're going to sit on the bleachers and we're going to watch like, nope. That drove me crazy, man. Drove me crazy. Like, and again, if if, if somebody really wanted to get on my bad side, that was the best way to do it. Like be, be sitting off to the side and letting your kids just run around and do something. Then that would that would be it. That would be the one probably biggest trigger of mine. And um, but yeah, you're right. Like we also we did we had to and we had to move people around. And sometimes it was for the best, and sometimes that didn't even work. And you know, but, um, there is there. I just I you had I had to have a high expectation for what we were doing because the stakes were that high, and yeah. so you know, it, it was that important. Uh, it was one time. Like, oh, go, ahead. go ahead, Go ahead, Oh, no, you good, you good. Go ahead. I, I was going to piggyback that, Bernsey. Like, you have, like, even though it's been, what, seven years or so? It's been a while, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, we, like, Bongo and I run Harrisburg, and, like, we still talk about you to this day and, like, talk about how, like, our camp runs the way it runs because we were taught by the best of the best, like because of how you set the standards of safeties and like how to interact with kids and stuff like that. Like camps are like continuously like growing and becoming like 
what they should be, like holding those mm-hmm. those standards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you guys, I, I think you guys are giving me way too much credit. No, like, bro. You got it. Mercy, like, listen. <laughs> like, Tell them what like, it is, right? Don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. But, like, I feel like. I feel like you're, you're giving me way too much credit here. No, we're not, Bernzy. No, 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 I'm going to say this. Tell him why you're not, right? I'm going to say this. Bernzy, like you said, you had a high expectation for everything. So with your role and, like, the leader of everything, you had to make sure that everything was up to par mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, everything, like, checked off. That, like, me personally, I feel like you didn't you – don't, you don't see how the big impact that you made, like – I didn't see the impact I made until I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell that story in just a second. But I feel like you were so in tune and focused, mm-hmm. and it worked. Like you made sure everything was on check. There was times where, if like you literally walk into the uh, multi-purpose room, and we'll probably be eating lunch or something. I'm sitting here talking with the kids. Once you once you walk in the room, Lily, you were turning heads. Like kids were looking at you. Making sure, all right, oh, he's here. I, I got it. I got it. Picking up all the crumbs. And crazy. <laughs> I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here. I see him. I'm like, all right, is everything good? Like, like, like you literally, like, you said, no, you, people weren't scared, but you just said, it the sounds ball. like you were, though, Rod. It sounds <laughs> no, like you were. All right, my first summer, I was. Yes, yeah. I was. But I felt, but I realized that it was tough love. Well, so. and, and just, and just before we move off of that, I, I, I don't want I don't want it to I don't want it to turn into like, oh Bernsey, you came in and you waved your wand and everything magically mm-hmm. changed. That's not the kind of credit we're trying to give you. The reality is is that we had a we had a we had a pretty strong program, but we didn't have anybody who was running camp who really knew camp who really knew how to do camp and really and really only cared about camp. Everybody else was like you know they were it was family services and they were, and they were doing a bunch of things. And I understand that, but they didn't, it wasn't just camp. You just cared about camp. And the fact that you raised the, you raised the bar and the only choice was to meet that. And the only choice was to meet it. And so you raised the bar and obviously through our own effort and introspection and like experience, we met that level. But because, I mean, again, during, during those, like during the golden years, all of the staff was pretty much operating on that high level. And that was because of the bar that you set. And because we knew that if you didn't meet the bar, you weren't going to get hours. And we saw that happen to, um, to a handful of folks. So the only choice was really to get it together, right? And so then once everybody was on that same level, that's when we had some of the best opening assemblies. That's when, like, I didn't dress up for years. That wasn't my, like, I was like, that's not my thing. I don't really care for it. But when Bernsey came around and the energy, and it was just, it was mandatory, I remember hoops would come over sometimes and help me like figure out what to, cause I was like, I cannot be the only daybreaker counselor that's not dressed up for like a wacky Wednesday or for like a theme day or for, no, 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 no. Uh, and who, so who best for that? the, the level on the field, like you did, you participated in, in as many of those things as, as you could while still like also being director of camp. So like, jump the creek, all of that. Jump that was, the creek, like, Man, y'all didn't want the smoke in that game. <laughs> um. I still don't play that game. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but that, that's um that story. But um, yeah, even like you, like again, you set a high bar and everything, and I started to realize like I don't need to be nervous. Like there's no reason for me to be. And so, 
the next two summers, I forgot if it was summer two or three for me, but there was one kid where he was in a hot, he was um, in a group that was older kids for him. So like in the attention span, he just wasn't as tuned with everybody else. So there was times where we had a hard time trying to like get him to like get going with what we're trying to do, like whether it was listening and paying attention. So I like pulled him to the side. So I had to talk with him and then he'll be paying attention. And then like a couple seconds later, like he'll just lose focus. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like, like get his attention. And so he, he was definitely a challenge for me. And so I started to realize, and this is, this is the main thing I learned about camp in that um, I think it was like a couple weeks later. Um, I think he went back down to the regular um, group he was, but he ended up giving me a card. And it said hot ride with his, I could tell it was his riding, it wasn't his mom's, but it said hot ride in the front. And so when I opened it and read the card, I was like, what in the world? Like, what are you giving me a card for? Like, you didn't give me so much trouble. And so I opened the card and it said, thank you for being the best camp counselor. I was like, yo, mm. like, and, I'm, and I was like, at the time I was almost like, what, what did you see in me? Because the times I had to talk with you wasn't really good. So, and that's why I was starting to realize, like, no matter what you're doing, like, once those kids lay eyes on you to the point where they get in the car with their parents, they're always watching what you're doing, whether you know it or not. And so that, that was really, the, that's really the main thing that I learned from camp. And that was the, I literally started moving different. That's probably why they had me leading specialty camps and stuff, because I started carrying myself. I was still being myself like the cool, calm guy I am. But when it's time to flip the switch and be serious, whether it was talking to a kid or we need to go from point A to point B, um, I was able to do that. And I learned that from Burns. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. That's really, that's really awesome. And that's, again, like you don't realize, you sometimes don't realize the impact that you truly have on these, yeah. on these kids, these people until, you know, weeks, days, years later. And like, it, it's, and that is the essence. That should be the essence of camp. That should be what every person who ever steps foot into a camp mm-hmm. should want to, to do is to impact somebody's life. Even if it's just, I didn't, I always talk to you when it was a bad conversation, but the yeah. way you, the way you did it, was in a way that that kid respected and appreciated because he probably didn't get talked to like that by anybody else except for Hot Rod. And so Hot Rod finally took an interest in him instead of just yelling at him or, or sending him away or what, like you don't, you have no idea that just that you sitting in face to face, eye to eye contact and, Mm. and, and taking the time to talk to him might've been the only person that has ever done that with that young man. And and so like it is, it's that, that should be, that should be everybody who works camps driving force is, is to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. That mm, I, I told, I told him at the beginning of the podcast that this may be the podcast where I cry and I'm trying not to, but this is like, it's so real guys it's so real like you don't you don't know you just you just you just don't really know um and sometimes the kids don't know until 
until they know and the kids come back to you and they're like, hey, you know, you, uh, you kind of you kind of changed my life a little bit or you were like really there for me or yeah, and it's really just as it's, it, the, it'd be just as little as as playing a game, sitting, having lunch, like just I don't having like a real like a, like just a conversation just i don't know it's i don't know how to explain it because it seems like very like simple things but the the impact of them are are this yeah you would never you, yeah you don't know you would never know and, and that's the and, power and, and that's the thing too that you know a lot of people don't maybe not realize either is that when if you have little johnny who is at camp from 7 a.m to 6 p.m five days a week for 10 to 12 weeks or whatever like you're seeing that child more than their parents. You're interacting with that child more than their parents. And so you, you have a responsibility, like you have a, a very great responsibility to, to that child and to that family to, to be that person that they can trust and rely on and to keep them safe, to keep them happy to, you know, and that's, that's what it is. And, and it's, um, and again, it it doesn't have to be Superman walking with you every day, but it just has to be consistency and mm-hmm. taking the time to treat them like a like a like a little person instead of like just mm-hmm. an annoyance or whatever you know. Like it mm-hmm. is, it's uh, it, it's a lot of the the basic basics of camp are super simple in 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 what they are, but if you don't execute them correctly it's your camp is going to be trash man and it's not mm. going to work at all like mm. it's simple and if it's done correctly it has a huge impact huge and that's and that's the other thing too is is i don't know we've been here for a minute in a second we'll talk like favorite camp memories and maybe we'll rap but um just to that if you work with kids if you if you're if you're anywhere in that anywhere in the, like if you're like an educator or it's like it's it really is the little things it's taking the time it's it's like making the time it's like really putting in a genuine effort and also treating like not treating kids like kids like not not thinking that their experience is 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 different or is um or is like less understood or like less i don't know uh, sometimes i think we think kids don't understand the world and so we try to box them in when in reality the world that they live in is their world and they're doing their best to understand it while also still trying to learn all this new stuff so we got to treat kids like little like we got to really treat kids like humans and just like really and really value and and validate their experience and you know i remember in one training we were talking about how like if we always say little Johnny, I don't know why he has such a <laughs> tragic life, but <laughs> so much to it because I still use little Johnny as well. Yeah, he he be going through it, bro. Johnny just sheesh. I tried to bring in like little Susie or little Sally, but but it was Johnny weird. And I was like, Johnny is just the guy. Like we understand Johnny Johnny's he can't figure it out. Uh, but if Johnny comes to you and he's like, oh man, like hoops, um, you know Susie won't talk to me. Well, you know Susie said, you know she doesn't want to eat lunch with me. And you're just like, oh, it'll be all right. Just like get over it, like without really thinking about the fact that this is like a, like a, like a small social being who has very few like social connections. And so you know, to dismiss this, <laughs> and this is this might be the most important thing. And and if you're a good counselor, you should know whether or not Johnny and Susie eat lunch together every day. You should know if this is like 
Johnny comes to you and says, Susie's not eating lunch and he's clearly upset as a good counselor, you should know, wait, Johnny and Susie eat lunch every day together. And so why is today different? And so it's like, it, it is this constant, this constant awareness and interaction so that you can understand as much of these kids' experience as possible. And so then you show up for them the way that they need you to show up for them. Um, yeah. And these kids are coming from all different backgrounds too. Like you, you, no matter where Sheesh. I've been working in the Y since I was in high school. So like I'm, I'm 20 plus years working something to do with camp every summer. And like, yeah, I know. And, um, <laughs> and, and like it, it, every single summer, and not even every every single week it is new kids and different kids and they're coming we have the richest of the rich and the poorest of the poor mm -hmm. we have the ones who barely you know can can be in a group because of all the stress that that creates Fair. or the ones that just are non-stop talkative to everybody and and loves everybody and like and everything in between and it's and it's it's like if we can do the right thing and help them navigate through those little situations and, and give them the, the social knowledge to, to be able to navigate through a, a, a simple thing is I want to eat lunch with Sally and she's not wanting to, or, you know, whatever, like that, that can be a, a, a moment. Like that can be a moment for forever for that kid. Just right. like you got talking about, you know, as counselors, like campers can also have those, those moments of clarity and moments of like awakening or, or, you know, the light bulb going off. And, and to think that you, again, it's as simple as just hot rod sitting with that young man and just looking him in the eye and, and talking to him and then having to corral him back and talk and talk to him and corral him back. And, you know, like that could be, that could, that kid could be changed forever just because of that, that interaction. Absolutely. I'll say, here's one for you guys. I'm going to have to name drop a child, but she goes to our camp now, and her name is Vanessa Repressa. Vanessa Repressa! Yeah, she just, got, she just got Cal again this week, um, but she's in LIT now. Um, and so she left West Cabarrus, and she is now 14, and she's named Bullseye. And uh, we've been talking to her, like, Scribble surprised her last year um, when she became Cal, but, like, the impact that, like, she still talks about, like, you guys, like, she talks about West Cabarrus. She talks about, like, the old days. Like, I have someone I could talk to about mm. the old days. But she finally, after, I think this is her third summer, fourth summer at, it's her fourth summer at Harrisburg, sang the baloney song because of you guys. She's been wanting to sing it, wanting to sing it, wanting to sing it, and never gets the courage to get up there and do it. She finally did it this year. And I was like, I'm right, Burns, you'd be so proud of you right now. Like, <laughs> Like just no video. <laughs> I didn't get a video of it. I didn't think about it. Oh, <laughs> oh I, was, I was so in the moment because I wasn't ready for her. She just got up there and I was like, "Oh, she's gonna sing a song," and then she sang that one, and I was just like, "Let's do this!" So I just didn't <laughs> like think about like getting my phone out. <laughs> right, hit it. I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm a the baloney song. When I was a camp counselor, there was I forgot who the counselor's name was, but he. He had a sibling that was also a counselor. Mm. And so when he sung it, I was just, it was just catchy with me with the beat. And so it was once, I forgot which summer, but it was one day, well, actually, it was like all week. We were literally singing in the same songs. Like we could tell the kids were engaged. Literally, it was just like the first couple rows singing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm tired. We're about, to, this is gonna be like, 
talked about in the meetings and stuff like that that we had. So I was like, I got, I'm gonna lead a song. And so, and I, the thing was, I already, I learned it, I think a couple of days um, prior, because I was like, dang, I forgot, I forgot about this song. Like, no, and the thing is, nobody sung it. Ever since I was a camp counselor, from that point, nobody sung it. Yeah. So I literally got everybody's attention. What, what, what was it, what was it um, called? Attention getters? Yes, yeah, attention getters. Was, Come on, boy. Man, there was a lot. Dang, we had a lot of those. <laughs> and so I literally, I did what we um did. And so um, I started the beat. And I could tell in everybody's face, they were like, what is this? Because like, it was a song we never did, like, when I was a um, counselor. Oh, well, when I started. And so when I started singing it, every single kid was just singing it to the top of their lungs. Nice. Really, all the camp counselors were like, thank you so much. Because <laughs> like, you kept singing the same songs. And I was like, I'm, I'm glad I did something like this. I hope I did now. But that was like the moment everything changed. And literally, like, kids would be like, sing the baloney song, sing the baloney song. And I was like, I, I think I did something here. I you did. Like, Finally, <laughs> at least I left my mark. <laughs> so, but, uh, that was a good moment, though. Um, one of my good moments, I have so many good moments. Man, it's so crazy. I could do five podcasts on camp. Um, I, think it was, I think it was in, like, the last years, and it's kind of sad, but when I was doing LIT stuff, when I kind of knew it was, like, my last summer, just seeing all the groups, like seeing the kids who started as like rising stars, like now like older, seeing the you know counselors. I mean, Hoops was a lead at that time, which was awesome for me to see. Um, and then my LITs were doing great. Like it was, though, like the years that that year that we made um, like kings and queens, and that we did like royal flush. And we just like we were, we were making new games and making new songs, and like I've. I know for me, I was just trying to pour as much as I could into camp um, before I left. And in general, I just, yeah, it was great to, it was great to be able to see camp from the outside. Cause I started as a, I started as a CIT. That was before we were LIT. I started as a CIT. I worked my, I worked my way up after school, summer camp, lead counselor, and then to leave organizing that program, being able to train, train them with some of the things that I knew and be able to like really raise the standard. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna treat my LITs like Bernsey would treat counselors almost, you know, like that was the standard. I was like, you guys, you guys can and will be great. You know, you can and will make an impact in, in these kids' lives if, if that's what you wanna do. Um, so definitely that and any opening assembly where um, we had to sing or do a skit or um, the Mulan day was really, was really, was really good. I still have that video. So, <laughs> literally, crazy skits like literally a minute before. A minute, yeah. Why were we just not prepared? Like we should, we should know better than to just or like eat it or wear it days. Any days with counselor challenges. Um, I just anything that made people made people dig in. I I I want you know songs, spirit stick, because I think that those are the things that kids will remember more than anything. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like for me, it's like, these are the moments that I'm proud of. Like Scribbles out in, out in the West coast doing his thing and Hoops is helping run a camp and 
hot rods graduated with you know honors and is doing big things and like yogi's off as a senior program director like those are the things that that like do it for me you know it, it was they were hard long days and it was hot and we were you know some days we were struggling more than others but like to see where we were then and where we are now is is really really awesome thing to to be able to still be involved in such great people's lives um years later you know and so um that that's always been for me like some of my best friends are people i'm i met and worked with at camp like i really don't have any other friends (laughs) (laughs) outside of camp people like it's just that's just is what it is but um but they're some of my best friends like i'll be my best friends forever and um you know and that's um it's it's camp camp is a really when it's again when it's done right it can be just a, a cornerstone of of your life and it's um it's pretty it's pretty neat to be part of part of it when it works and yeah. uh, and, and i will say for for those for those i guess i was at west Cabarrus for five years at least for three or four of them we were we were rocking it pretty pretty hard it was yeah, good and we did, we did some really really good things so I thank you guys really for for making me look good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, man, I, I know listeners. I know if you if you stuck around, I'm really proud. Um, I know this was like a lot, but I think we're we're gonna have to just we're gonna have to do another one. I know Rod said that earlier. We're gonna have to just do another one, because uh, there's so much stuff we could talk about. We just like make a list and like dig into stuff. Because I also think that there's just a lot of value in a lot of stuff that we learned. So. Um, Yogi's not here. She had to hop off. So thank you to Yogi. Thank you to Hot Rod. Thank you to Hoops. Thank you to Burnsy. I didn't even expect to see you today. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Can, I, can I just say, Yogi texted me. She was like, hey, can you get on a call with, with Scribble and I today? I was like, yeah, sure. Had no idea it was a podcast. Had no idea what was going on. I didn't expect to see, you know, Hoops and Hot Rod. Like, um, so but Yogi got me on the okie doke for sure. But Oh, um, definitely got you with well the dog. <laughs> I feel like wait, the why is such an insider for us because we could be in the outside world. If I was to run into Scribble like Lily in the mall, I'd be like, Scribble! <laughs> and then like everybody in the world like, what in the world? Like, what type of thing is that? Like, it's crazy how literally no when you get your name, it's like, it's almost like that's your like your government name now type of thing. So it's like for the rest really, of my life, I'm gonna be screwed. Like you see him out in the real world, like that's the first instinct, like that's the first name off instinct that you want to call them. So it's like a, it's like all love, honestly. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna call you Rodney Gardner. I said I think <laughs> Brian right. Burns has like a good like first last, but he's still Burns like for the right. rest of his life. And to and to hear people like can't people try and call me by my name is weird like nah it's cool just call me Burnsy. it's fine like you know uh, that's you know that's how we knew each other for years like it's, like, but yeah you're right rod like it, it, it's you you have this immediate connection with someone that you that you shared those experiences with no matter how many years in yeah. between um like it like it would be yeah it would be if i saw any of you guys out and like we would we'd be hanging out and having these conversations you know just the same as we're doing now if yeah and it's and again that's that's the power of camp for sure that is the power camp is immortal camp is immortal (laughs) always 
That's the tweet. Camp is immortal. I think that's the name of the episode, actually. I always try to figure out what the name of the episode is, like, as I'm listening. I think that's it. Camp is immortal. That's my favorite. That's probably a good one, yeah. That's a good one. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be bringing more stuff back, and we'll probably be talking more camp stuff, especially now that I'm still, like, working with kids. Now my brain is all about, like, kids stuff. So um, thanks for listening. Tune in for, to next episode of the Just Car Podcast. All right, guys. That's it. That's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Just Car Podcast. I hope you're walking away with something to chew on, something to think about. If you like what you heard, you can find more episodes of the podcast on my page. And please like, subscribe, share with a friend, comment. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know what you would like to hear me talk more about. If there's something that really connected with you, let's get into it. I would love to be able to support you guys and making sure we're getting the content that you want to have out there, okay? So, in the meantime, stay safe, stay happy, and I hope that you move through your day with abundance and clarity. I'm out of here. Catch you next time.